Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Tammy Lawman and Brooke Emery. So let's start with Brooke. Brooke, recognized by Forbes magazine as a connector, Brooke Emery is a creative business strategist with roots in advertising, publicity, and film. She brings big vision and mixes it with intuition to connect her clients to key people and resources in her wide network to create business development strategies, partnerships, and win-win-win joint ventures. Tammy Lawman is a conscious business strategist, marketing expert, and host of the Tuned In Video Show and podcast, where she gives people the fuel they need to inspire, motivate, and transform. Together, Brooke and Tammy are the co-creators of the Self-Love and Self-Care Symposium, where they teach you how to love yourself more fully, appreciate your unique gifts, and take better care of yourself as you shine more brightly in the world. So if the idea of self-love or self-care seems like a big pain and afterthought or something you'll get to when you have time, stop what you're doing and listen in. I'm bringing in two experts who are going to give you the simplest strategy strategies to start giving yourself a little bit more love and no it's not selfish it's self preservation you're going to love this conversation here's Tammy and Brooke Okay, everybody. I know I say this every time, but I really, really mean it. This is going to be another great episode. I have with us Tammy Lawman and Brooke Emery. We're going to be talking about self-love and self-care after betrayal. I know I, I talk about self-love and self-care, but I brought in some experts to help you. So welcome. Thank you. We're so happy to be here. I'm yeah. so happy to have you here. Uh, you know, this is something self-love and self-care. It sounds so nice. It really does. But so often we get busy. We get, I don't know, or something always comes up and we wind up putting ourselves last. So Tammy, let's start with you. Um, let's talk about self-love and self-care. Why is it important? Why is it especially important for someone who's been betrayed? Well, uh, the most important person in our lives is ourselves. And when we betray ourselves, we betray our dreams. We give up on our dreams. We give up on the things we love. We put other people's needs before others and we get pushed to the background. And then we find ourselves not being happy or feeling sick or having, you know, pain in our body. And then we go searching for answers to why did this happen? How did this happen? And why do I not feel important? Why do I not feel worthy anymore? And, and I think that it's important for people to come back to themselves and really discover who they are, learn what their feelings are without having to put other people's ahead of them and, you know, figure out what they want in life and then go after it. And then, Everybody's got a voice, but we don't always use it. And sometimes we dim that voice, uh, you know, based on experiences growing up uh, where we were told to be quiet and uh, to not be seen or to be the good girl or, you know, don't make waves, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. and it, yeah. And I think especially after betrayal, you know, our confidence is shattered. Mm -hmm. And and so the it's like we're so used to we're, we're so used to putting everybody 
first. Mm -hmm. And then we lack the confidence to say, okay, well, you know what? Now it's, now it's my turn and let me take my needs seriously. What's so amazing is just because we're capable of doing it all doesn't mean we should. And I see this, especially, I mean, men do it too, but I see this so often with women and we put ourselves less. And of course, by the time it's our turn, there's no time, energy, or motivation left for our own self-care. So let's get, let's, let's ask you, Brooke, what does self-care and and self-love mean to you? So for me, it means like self-acceptance, no matter what, you know, um, in doing this series, the self-care and self-love series, it's interesting how I resonated with a lot of the speakers who said, oh, it's not just about taking bubble baths and and all those things are incredible. Um, However, it's also about allowing your human to be there and to not beat myself up if I do have those lower level vibration voices show up and to honor them and to allow them to be there and to radically accept that they're there and to get out of judgment that they're there and then allow it to flow through me as opposed to um, using that as an additional thing to beat myself up. And when you guys were speaking about betrayal, and self-love, it might seem like a stretch to go, you know, maybe get a manicure or a pedicure or put yourself first. So for me, sometimes when I'm in that space of, you know, maybe not feeling that well or, you know, not on my high flying disc, I'll just ask myself the question, what is a small thing I could do to help myself feel better or give myself a little bit of love? And it could just be a tiny thing where it doesn't have to cost anything, like go for a walk or call a friend, or listen to music, even if it's just one tiny small step to feel a tiny bit better. You know, and I think so often we look at it as selfish, but it's not. It's it's self-preservation. And sometimes that little thing we can give ourselves is just the right to maybe even say no to something. Yes. You know, yes. so often we have these these demands placed on us and we're just so, we just don't have the bandwidth and we keep saying yes. I call that a case of yes and no confusion. You know, mm-hmm. where we say yes to the things that pull us away from our priorities or even some downtime, which leaves us to say no to the things that would give us joy, passion, and purpose. So it's really a matter of getting our, our yeses and our noes straight. And, and I know, you know, with everybody listening, when it comes to betrayal, we have an opportunity to redefine all the, to really create a whole new set of rules and boundaries. And maybe it starts with something as simple as saying no, or getting that manicure or taking that bubble bath or whatever it is that we need. So Tammy, now back to you. I was just going to comment there. I was just talking to someone a couple of days ago, something that really resonated with me. And they said, when you're saying no to something else, you're saying yes to yourself. I love that. So that's like giving yourself permission to say yes to you. And that's something that is so, isn't that so awful that it's so foreign? And I know with, and I I teach this in the world of betrayal, everything comes to a complete and utter crash, death and destruction of the old. And the beauty of that is you get to redefine yourself and all these new things. And I know with me, it was, it took the second betrayal to say, wait a second, there's a pattern here. Oh, I've never even been on my own to-do list and, and talk about, you know, making some different decisions. One of the first things I did was enroll in a PhD program. You know I mean? That was so foreign (laughs) to anything I thought I'd ever do. Um, but it, it absolutely 
changed the the direction of my life, my business, and so much more. So, so be open to those those thoughts and ideas that may come because it's uh, it's interesting when you say yes, what what shows up. So and I love that you said no too, saying yes and saying no because no is a complete sentence, mm-hmm. and it's those. I, and I just had to learn this myself and saying no and boundaries can be an act of self-love and that is so important. So I'm so glad that you brought that up. And, and you know, and I love that you just said that too, because that no, if we're so used to being the go-to person who says yes to everything, here's, here's what I've found. That no can be excruciatingly painful, but think about it. It only takes about a minute or so. You know, that person just wants to dump that project, that task on you. So it's off their plate and, and on yours. But what you've secured, if you can manage that minute or two, what you've secured is so much bigger. Yes. Right. And also saying no without an excuse. Yeah. Like, no, but I, you know, I can't because blah, 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 blah. What, how about I just can't? No. Right. Uh, you know, I'm still working on that one, but I, I, I it, yeah, it just doesn't come easy for me, but, uh, but it's, it is, it's, it's so great. It really We're is. We're all a work in progress, right? I know, right. I certainly. Yeah, there's a difference between a heck yes and a yes and a heck no and a no. Yeah. And I want everybody to picture that for a minute. How many times have you said yes to something out of just, you know, you felt the, like obligated or the should, you know how, you know, we keep shooting on ourselves. We've heard this. And then you're like, oh, why did I do that? And you know what a dear friend said to me? And I want to give her total credit right here. This was uh, just such brilliance. This is my friend, um, Dr. Heidi Hanna. And she said, don't mistake enthusiasm for commitment. Is that the greatest thing ever? I love that because I get so excited about something and I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Yes. And you're like, wait a second, just because it's a good idea. (laughs) What the heck did I just rope myself into? So I love that. And and hopefully that'll, that'll serve others as well. So Tammy, let's get to you. What's the importance of connection with others along life's journey? Let's talk about connection. I don't believe that we're meant to do everything alone. I believe that when we do things with other people, that there's a brilliance and miracles that come out of it. And just having that support from friends or coworkers and going through projects, it, I think it lifts us up to a higher level that we can do on our own. And together we are better. I've adopted that phrase from my friends, uh, Shri and Kira. And I totally believe that we are meant to have that connection, that connection to ourselves, to spirit, to our significant other, to spouse, to friends, to family. And every relationship has meaning in our life. Every relationship is there to teach us something. And why go it alone when you can go it with a friend mm-hmm. or a loved one? I love that. And, and Brooke, what does that have to do with self-love and self-care, the idea of connection? So for me, um, connection is, you know, a love language for me. Connecting with others is, you know, having a deep and authentic conversation, especially among women. There's known studies for that, that it produces oxytocin, which is, you know, the hormone that you can have from an orgasm. And so for me, like to be able to share authentically and connect deeply with another person is the greatest act of self-love. And for me in particular is coming to a connection without an agenda as a, as an exploration, as a curiosity, 
uh, with interest and wonder can produce so much fun and love and possibility. Um, that's just the way that I look at it. So to me, it's a complete act of self-love and self-care because every person that I encounter, it's like a, a piece to a puzzle or a tapestry. And, and you know, I never know why I'm connecting with somebody else. It, and, and having that curiosity, you might have that thought on the train, wow, I like your sweater. Instead of, you know, you might not think to share that, but I have. And then it ended up being an incredible journey, a connection, a new friendship, a business relationship. So I always look at connection as a, as a possibility, an act of self-love and self-care, because I feel like everybody has a puzzle piece. And, and using that intuition, you know, you don't want to just start, you know, uh, talking with strangers who aren't safe. I'm not saying, you know, just talk to everyone, but it, it's following your own inner voice and your own inner guidance. And when it feels right and light to act upon that, because it could be a piece to your puzzle, whether it's a new recipe, a new friend or a business contact. That's how I see it. And I, and I love that. You know, there are so many times I've gone to like an event or just a networking event or a, even a party, anything. And I really look at it like if I walk out of there with one person I want to stay connected to, that's such a win. It yes. really is because they only add to that tapestry like you're talking about in such a wonderful way. And everybody has their, you know, their unique spin or personality or whatever. And I, I love uh, just the differences in all of us and, and how someone can look at the same exact thing and it represents something completely different for them. And that's, uh, it just, it just makes life so much richer. So Tammy, how do we, let's say, I, you know, I have a listener and she's listening right now or he's listening right now saying, how the heck do I cultivate self-love? This is, that's been the last thing on my list. I'm just busy with life, but you know what? I hear you and I guess it's important. What do I do? There are so many ways that you can cultivate self-love. I have a process that I've been using for myself over the last few years, and I learned it probably 15 years ago in a hypnotherapy session. And I thought at the time that it was the strangest thing I had. I came home, I'm like, oh my God, you will never believe what this lady had me do. It was so weird. And today I use it almost daily and I call it connecting to the forgotten child. And the forgotten child is our inner child, that little piece of us that we forgot about from years ago that we don't listen to very much anymore. That little piece of us that just wants to be loved and cared for and knows that she is safe and uh, supported and she wants to have fun. And that's one of the big mottos that I've adopted is if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. It's got to be fun or I'm not doing it anymore. And so I listen to her all the time now. I just, I had a conversation with her this morning. She and I had breakfast together. Um, I invited my dad and my grandma who have both passed away. We had this beautiful, you know, coming together this morning. And that's how I connect with her every day. And I look at, you know, I ask her all the time, what do you think about this? What do you think about this project? And that helps me stay connected to just that inner voice inside of me. I love that. And and what I imagine it also does is it taps into that childlike wonder and curiosity and um, eagerness about things. I think we think, you know, the as we get older, uh, 
it's not mature or, or we have to be responsible. Like I grew up with actually the, the idea that if you're having fun, you're not being responsible. Wow. And I believe that. And I was like, wow, what the heck? But that's, that's what I knew. And I was like, wait a second, whenever I'd have fun, I'd feel like I was slacking in some way. And I had to really retrain myself to have fun. I'm still not that good at it, <laughs> but you know, but, but it's so interesting how by checking in with that, uh, that forgotten child, he or she could really help get that, get that going. I love that. That's wonderful. I've had that experience too. And I was a very serious person. I've always been very serious. And, um, you know, I felt like the peacemaker in my family and that I had to hold everybody together. And so I was always like, we got to do this. We have to do this. We have to manage our budget. I have to go to college. I have to do this. And along the way, I forgot to have fun. And when I met my husband, he's like Peter Pan. Uh, (laughs) People ask us if we have children and I'm like, no, we just have my husband. (laughs) and he his like whole mission in life is to have fun and he has fun every day he's a teacher he teaches you know pre-k to eighth grade kids so he gets to play all day long so he is perfect in his element and I think that he and I complement each other in that way but but he's really one of the people that I that I can say really brought me back to let's just have a little bit of fun every Mm. single day and you know what I I just want to give some ideas. Like, let's say, cause I'm always thinking about my listener here, he or she is, they're sitting there saying fun. I don't know what the heck fun is. I wouldn't even know the first place to start looking. Give us some idea. Like I know personally, I have six dogs and, and I don't know, we just collect them, but they're fun <laughs> for me. I mean, it's a lot of work, of course, but they're fun. And I, and I think I'm sure in the back of my mind, it was, you know, I specifically remember getting our six dog with the intention of, oh, oxytocin, you know, the cuddle hormone, we're getting that, we're going to get a boost every time we hug him, um, you know, but, but give us some ideas of what, what are just some simple, simple things we can do for, for fun. And then, and then, uh, Brooke, I'd love to, to ask you as well. So uh, last week, so my husband cooks is the big, the the main cook in our house. I'm just really bad at it. He's really good at it. <laughs> so we let him cook. But I like to go in the kitchen and spend that time with him. And I'll be like the DJ and I'll put on music while he's cooking. And we can, you know, just for those 20 or 30 minutes, we have a little DJ time. We dance in the kitchen together. We cook dinner and then we sit down and have dinner together. Mm. That is so much fun for us. We love that. We we both enjoy that so much. Or we'll go for a walk after dinner or we'll drive up to the beach. We live three miles from the beach and we'll go for a walk on the beach in the afternoon or we'll go for a bike ride. Um, for me, myself, I enjoy reading. So I like to sit down in the evening before I go to sleep and read for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Or when I wake up in the morning, I really enjoy doing my meditation first thing in the morning. And then doing my journaling and really starting the day off with gratitude. So I'll, you know, write down six things that I'm grateful for and, you know, think about my friends and family and loved ones and send out a little blessing to them. So it's not all about me, but Mm -hmm. I think putting myself in that, uh, that space of gratitude, it, it does uplift me, uplift me. And it is a form of self-care and self-love for me. Yeah. Wonderful. Brooke, what about you? Absolutely. I love to read as well, journal, meditate. I love live music. I love putting that in my calendar and and spending, um, making sure that I put um, 
time with girlfriends or, and I also, I'm a mom and I love um, making sure that I plan travel. Um, I, part of my uh, mother survival kit is I plan trips to visit people who don't have children. Uh, And so I just, I'm like, oh, you're in Austin and your kids are in college or you don't have kids. I go visit you. That's part of my, but for more of a basic thing, I love to consume comedy. I love to uh, take walks with my dog, play with my dog. I have, you know, the dog oxytocin as well. And, you know, for me, fun is such a priority. So it could just be if someone isn't sure how to have fun, they can email me. I will give them suggestions because um, that's really, I am the chief fun officer. That's what Tammy and our other friend called me. So yeah, I, music is a great gateway to um, to getting into that high vibration place and getting into that creative flow of so then someone ideas. who, okay. So someone who they wake up, they, you know, the alarm goes off and they scramble to just get everybody ready for the day or just themselves. They, they sit themselves down, work all day. Then they're exhausted when they leave. They, then they grab takeout or just have something for dinner. You know, watch some Netflix, go to bed to that person who's just doing that over and over and over again. And that person is listening to this saying, okay, you know what? This isn't working for me. What's, I just want to start with the smallest step. What would you suggest? So for me, I would suggest that alarm goes off and before they even get out of bed, just they could say a mantra that resonates to them. Like all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory, or today is going to be the best day ever, or thank you universe for another day. Like presencing that, that today is just a miracle that they even open their eyes and that each moment is a miracle because, or, or if they have extra time, to take a journal out and really pre-pave the day versus letting the day come at them. I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, the Abraham Hicks law of attraction, attraction series and pre-paving the day and scripting how the day is going to go, not from a place of attachment, but more from how, how you want to feel. And then if there's contrast on how, you, let's say you're like, oh, I have a meeting with this guy again. Oh, he's, you know, I don't want to bump into him at the water cooler or whatever. You, you have those like anticipated moments. So, but what if you had a place that you could put it? What if you had a post-it note and you can say meeting with my boss and put it in a box so that you can go at it from a new point of view and just try it on like an experiment just because that works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for that person. Mm -hmm. But just trying to, you know, maybe drive down a different road, you know, like it just experiment with how the morning routine goes. Cause I really feel that the morning is how things set up and doesn't mean that bad things won't happen throughout the day, but then how can, as things go along, you know, get into a place of radical acceptance of it versus, uh, you know, trying to force outcomes or how can you take a minute to just even go into the bathroom and take a few breaths. There's a lot of incredible exercises actually in our series for short, brief things people can do if their day is kind of going off track. So that's what I would suggest. And, and you know, here, and what I, what I love about what you said is it doesn't take a lot of time. And 
the other thing is I'm such a big fan of journaling, especially for that busy person, because when we're sitting there meditating, we feel like we're not being up like productive, you know, mm-hmm. but there's something about the act of journaling where we feel like, okay, I'm doing something. <laughs> and I know personally with me, things have been unleashed and unearthed that I had no idea I was feeling. And it was because of journaling. So if that's something that could, that could serve. And sometimes it's a matter of asking yourself a question. What do I need to know today? What am I, what's on my mind? What, and giving us, you know, giving ourselves those little prompts. But, but I mean, from what you said, it's, we must do something different, you know, differently to get a different result. And it's like you said, even taking a different route to work. If that's, if that's it, who knows what you'll see. Maybe it's a different, beautiful, blooming tree that you didn't notice before. Something as simple as that. Tammy, what about you? What's the simplest step? Someone beginning this self-care, self-love journey, what would you suggest? Well, uh, this is very common among a lot of the experts that we've talked to. And part of it just goes back to breath, taking a deep, calming breath and activating your parasympathetic nervous system. And touching your hand to your heart and really just coming back to yourself. And I think it it just gives you that moment of awareness of I'm me, I'm human, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a spiritual being having a human experience right now, and I just need to take a breath, and that's the breath of life. Beautiful. And here's the thing, everyone, you're breathing anyway. <laughs> so why not breathe in a way that it's gonna matter and it's it's going to, you know, and it'll count and it'll actually move the needle towards where you want to go. So I know you have this amazing event coming up. Can you tell us about it? Absolutely. So it's called the Self-Love and Self-Care Symposium. And we brought together 30 experts. Uh, Brooke and I have each interviewed them. And we're sharing all kinds of tips and methodologies, all to help you get back to a place of fully loving yourself more and really learning how to take care of yourself, how to tap into your intuition, how to feel good in your body. And it's going to be live on March 25th through the 31st. And we're going to be releasing all of those interviews for free for people. So come and listen. We tried to keep them really short because we're aware that people have busy lives. So we're, we're, we kept most, most of them to like 30 to 35 minutes. There are some that went over because it's sometimes when you're on those calls and you're on that fly, uh, high flying disc, it's really hard to cut people off and say, we need to shorten this because you're having so much fun. But um, those will be available for people and we would love for people to come and uh, watch and listen. We'll have video and audio. Um, so they have multiple ways to listen. They can listen from their computer, their laptop, their phone, um, in their pajamas. Brooke and I are like, please come in your pajamas. That is a big form of self-love and self-care. So we would love to have people join us and come in and really dive into these experts and learn from them. And what, what types of experts are you having? Um, Brooke, you want to talk about some of the people that you've interviewed? Yes. So, but first of all, if you're listening to this, we also have you, Debbie. And oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've been listening to it and getting a lot of value out of it myself and putting myself on my own to-do list. I love that expression. I never heard it uh, said that way. So a little, little teaser that you'll get more time with you. <laughs> and for myself, um, I've interviewed Tommy Rosen from Recovery 2.0 and, you know, you know, recovering self-love and self-care, Aviola Abrams, DJ Tasha Blanc, Justin Fairman, and Jackie Nectel, who are flow masters and in, in 
flow consciousness, Alan Davidson, who is an evolutionary mystic, Jen Groover of the Moore Method, Jen Mazur, the Manifestation Queen, and the list goes on and on. And I'm just honored that, you know, that I got to sit and interview these experts and get to, um, you know, learn and, and have beginner's mind and, and, and get new insights from it, as well as um, just the, you know, the ability to share it with others just feels so good. It's so amazing. And I know every time I, I record another podcast episode and I, I do, I get, I, I feel like it is selfish because I'm meeting the most amazing people. And I, I luckily I'm sharing it with everybody else. But even if I, if I didn't, I feel like, look who I get to meet and chat with and get to know. And these incredible concepts and ideas that I would never have access to if I didn't have, you know, if I were doing these recordings. And so here you are doing a summit where, you know, you, there, there are, would you just say 30, I think. So, so many experts all within a short period of time. What do you want to make sure everyone knows before we wrap up? I think I want, I want people to know that Brooke and I did this because we were, we were not great at loving ourselves and caring for ourselves. So we've been where you've been. And the experts that we brought in are the most amazing people that we could think of to come and help you along your journey, Um, just to help you feel more happy, to help you come back to loving yourself. And we believe that when you love yourself, you can go out in the world and you can fully love with your whole heart and really share your unique abilities and talents with the world. It gives you so much more confidence and esteem to shine your light brighter in the world. And that's what we want for you. And you know that saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yes. Brooke, what about you? What do you want to make sure everyone knows? That we are all perfectly imperfect, that we are on the journey with you. We're not saying that we have it all figured out, but if we can provide one gem that makes your life better, then we've succeeded and that we are doing this from a place of love and truly caring. And, and that's our intention. And I so feel, I know everybody listening can feel that. I mean, I have the privilege of, of watching you. We're on video, but everybody else will, you could, you could feel it in your words. You both mean it. You've pulled this together to serve. And, and for that, I'm just so grateful and appreciative. I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Uh, I want to make sure as many people can listen uh, and be, and be a part of this as possible. I want to thank you so much for your time, for your attention, for the gifts you're giving to so many people. Thank you so much, Brooke and Tammy. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Debbie. I hope you got lots of value out of that conversation. I know I did. I'm not always great at having fun, taking the time to nurture myself. So I'm grateful to Tammy and Brooke for giving us all of that, all of us that extra nudge. Be sure to register for their summit and we'll have a link in the show notes at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. No is a complete sentence. We're better together. Change up your morning routine. Do some deep breathing, you're doing it anyway, and start connecting to the forgotten child. He or she knows what's fun, and while you're busy being so responsible, it's important to enjoy this journey. So check in with the forgotten child to see what could bring you joy. Of course, to see what betrayal may have left in its wake, take the post-betrayal syndrome quiz at pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. And 
the PBT Institute membership community. I want to tell you about that. Imagine everything you could ever need to become your physical, mental, and emotional best community support, certified coaches and practitioners. You can schedule time with daily classes on all kinds of interesting topics, curated experts, teaching advanced strategies in the areas of health mindset, spirituality, personal development. Imagine the most friendly, welcoming, and supportive place to become your best all online. I'm so excited to talk to you about it. I'll be sharing more soon. I can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough.